Welcome to the Prog Talks by the Prog Space. Welcome to the Prog Talks, an interview series by the Prog Space where we will be talking to musicians in all corners of the progressive music scene. Welcome back to another episode of The Prog Talks. I'm your host, Dario. And as always, before we start, a little reminder that you can get us a cup of coffee or tea. Uh, this is one is tea, actually, because it's already uh, late, later in the afternoon, uh, almost evening. Um, but now um, I want to welcome our guests for this week. And it is uh, the band Rage of Light from Switzerland. And... Um, it's actually the whole band, all three of them. Uh, welcome to the Proc Talks. Hi. Hello. <laughs> so nice to be here. Thank you for the invite. Yeah, um, I'm I'm curious about uh, about the band because I haven't heard about you guys before. Um, but of course, I have read a little bit and I have listened to your music. Um, and um, between the first and second album, there was um, a major change in the lineup, which is uh, the new singer, Martina. Um, so, yeah, the new album, Redemption, the second album is actually dropping today as this episode also drops on Wednesday, uh, November 8th. And um, now I just want to um, give, give the... Uh, pass the torch over to you guys. Um, maybe you can tell us a little bit about what happened between album one, uh, which was Imploder in 2019, and now the second album with a lineup change and um, yeah, where, where, where we're at now. <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. Should, should I, I don't know if, uh, yeah, we should yeah. decide books first and I don't know, but maybe. I think, um, uh, probably Jonathan should kind of, Explain the transition. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. So yeah, um, it's a good question. Actually, yeah, in, in two years, there's a whole lot of things that happened, uh, including COVID, of course, for everyone that uh, had uh, an impact for sure. But um, I'd say that for Rage of Light, uh, yeah, we, we went through a phase of really um, doing lots of stuff with Imploder and the shows we had after that. And then, I don't know, Suddenly, there were like less motivation, and also, um, yeah, of course, COVID stopped us from doing live shows. Uh, we had also other things going on with our lives, and um, yeah, uh, Melissa had also like a lot of. Uh, so Melissa, our previous uh, singer, had a lot of um, uh, things to do on uh, her own, like uh, for her other projects. And um, yeah, at one point we were like, okay, should we just go back to doing some singles and not uh, doing uh, any more albums? And we were like, okay, yeah, that, that might work. So yeah, we were a bit like, um, we, we went through different phases. And um, yeah, at one point uh, after, after hmm, several months, I guess, we were like, yeah, we, we kind of want, want to go back to to making more music and making another album and uh suddenly we were like uh really motivated again and and yeah melissa was like it's cool for you but i i'm not sure i can i can really follow and we were totally understanding we were like okay it's yeah we kind of understand you have your own band at infinitum who's 
doing a lot of stuff. So, uh, yeah, we, we decided that it was for the best for everyone to just uh, split and go uh, separate ways. And that's when Noe and, and, and I started to start, started to look for, for another singer. And that's where we, we found Martina, who is just, uh, yeah, was the right person. We, we knew exactly when we, we heard her, we were like, oh my God, she's just... Yeah, perfect for us. She's so great, so so nice, and and uh, yeah, I don't know. We're like, okay, let's do this album with her. It's gonna rock, and hopefully, people are gonna like it. So that's where we are now, I guess. <laughs> um, yeah, maybe I can chime in a little bit uh, about how how it looks for me because I I have uh, to say, um, Martina and I we we know each other from like for several years, uh, meeting at Proc Power Europe um, before actually. We we knew each other before I ever heard any music from you, <laughs> right? And um, so uh, I I saw what you you uh, I always see on social media on Facebook what what you're up to and and then it it was a little bit uh, very it happened very fast. I had the feeling okay now you're posting oh now you're in Switzerland and then a couple of weeks later the first video came out <laughs> with this new project of yours uh, that you joined. Um, how was it for you, um, joining this new project? And, um, uh, I mean, uh, people who know you know, you also have your, um, your own other band, of course, Ascend the Hollow. And, um, how is it different now for you to work, uh, with, with Rage of Light? Um, are you like just a singer or did you also come in with your lyrical lyrics writing as i know you're an accomplished uh, writer uh, so um yeah tell us a little bit about this new project uh, how it feels for you and 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 uh yeah yeah so basically going back to you know the topic of the pandemic and how just it affected everyone and the musicians as well uh, just uh, yeah everyone knows already how depressing it is <laughs> For musicians so for me also i kind of uh, went into this um state in my mind where i was uh, just not not sure what's what's gonna happen next obviously uh live music was out of the question and um um yes as you as you may know uh, the tour that we had with ascend the hollow has been already postponed a few times so i kind of um decided to sort of uh, spend that time teaching myself how to record myself basically and uh, to see if I can spark my own cre creativity that way and if, if I can maybe reach out to other musicians and do something on a distance. So I did that. And then one day I just saw this uh, ad on Facebook that Rage of Light are new, looking for a new singer and kind of the thought really crossed my mind really kind of briefly that, oh, Maybe it's something that you know I could try. Why not? I can. Um, did, did you know the music? Audition, you know. <laughs> did, did you know their music before? Did you know the first album? Uh, at that point, I, I knew the music before. I kind of um, sort of uh, I saw what Rage of Light was doing as a band, kind of in passing on social media and, mm -hmm. and uh, stuff like that. So you were aware of them and what? I was. The, yeah, I was aware. Thing. I knew that, uh, of course. Um, um, Music-wise, they're not too far off from. What, I, what I'm already doing. I'm also, uh, you know, doing clean singing and growling and uh, I'm definitely into that kind of hybrid of 
heavy music, extreme music, and uh, you know electronics. So it was definitely something you know up my alley. <laughs> so I thought, well, okay, let's see <laughs> what happens with that. And then uh, the guys un- answered so that they were interested, and they sent me um, a song to try out. And um, then I recorded it here at home and send it back and and then luckily that, you, yeah. you luckily you had already started teaching yourself <laughs> recording yourself yeah. yes yes so i recorded myself from here uh totally you know like home production and <laughs> send it back and uh and yeah and, and then things went really really fast from there because the guys were super just motivated to make more music and uh, i was really happy about that because that's just exactly what i needed you know i really needed something to lift me up from that kind of pandemic depression i would say <laughs> yeah so very quickly then um i went to switzerland and uh, we spent a super productive week recording you know the full album and also making videos and uh, we even squeezed in some sightseeing <laughs> <laughs> so so, so when, when you jumped yeah. onto the rage of lightship was the album already finished or uh, and and you were like almost yes almost do you had the chance to to make some some of your own imprint on it on the music yeah, definitely. there was um uh, most of the material i would say was already uh, written uh some of the lyrics as well but then some of the lyrics uh, i wrote and it's actually quite um interesting to see how uh jonathan's lyrics are kind of really they have a very similar vibe to what i am writing so that's you know kind of like an outsider person would listen to it and i think our uh, our styles are really blending very well together because uh, we went through some very similar things kind of um to do with mental health or kind of self-development or uh, you know self-doubt even things like that and um kind of those kind of feelings that i think many people uh, experienced especially during the pandemic you know because everyone slowed down and suddenly a lot of things were not possible and a lot of people started maybe even questioning, am I uh, doing something right with my life? Is this what actually makes me happy? You know, yeah. I, I know a lot of people, a lot of people are in this rut. So without, you know, planning for it to be a concept album, we kind of noticed that, okay, this is actually following, following that kind of theme, you know, kind of overcoming some uh, um battle battles that we may have inside and looking for that you know bigger purpose for uh, for ourselves in this new reality and so that's kind of um why the album is called redemption that's sort of redemption from our own you know feelings wow yeah it's yeah. Uh, it sounds very cool um when when you know when something just clicks and matches that's like like a very cool feeling and uh, uh, i think that's that's uh those things um can can definitely definitely have the power to um lift you up out of a pit yeah yeah absolutely and um <laughs> i also want to say that it's it's amazing how uh, how quickly we we clicked together you know as uh, musicians and as friends as well it's as if we've been you know, friends already forever, but we only know each other since like May, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it was really so, crazy. It was crazy how everything went fast, but also like smoothly. And I don't know how it's a bit like it was 
supposed to happen. I don't know. It was really crazy and I was really happy how everything worked well. And and like Martina said, with the lyrics, with the melodies, I was so happy what she um, added uh, creatively in the band. Um, because, yeah, she she not only wrote the lyrics, but of course she also, uh, for, for six uh, songs out of the nine, I think, you wrote um, every every bit of uh, vocal lines. Uh, there were there were only those three songs uh, uh, where I had those ideas for the melodies and uh, for the lyrics. And again, I was like, okay, you can do whatever you want with those if you want to 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 remove it and or do something else. But she, she really, yeah, took what what was already there for those parts and and do something better. It was it was really. Awesome, and I was so happy how it it turned out, and and to to hear those songs um, taking another dimension with her, it was really such a good feeling, and, and now I'm so proud of what we we just achieved together. Yeah. Awesome, yeah. yeah we, we 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 might jump back to the to the to the topics of the lyrics maybe later when we talk about the videos as well um but now um i think it it would be cool for, to hear from from uh, you guys jonathan and the way um uh about the your musical vision as you guys uh, founded the band and um how how would you describe the music for for people who have never heard a song by rage of light and uh what's what's yeah where, where are you coming from musically It's funny because maybe maybe no, you can tell your horizon because it's a bit different than mine, and and it's sort of shift yeah. together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's a bit funny because uh, the main compositor of Red uh, Flight is clearly John. He came out uh, with uh, uh, every ideas, every composition, uh, and I just came here with my. Uh, Uh, all the disco uh, past and the uh, Lamb of God and the uh, I'm so metal things and I just add up a little bit of um, of arch of violences in Rage of Light just a bit more. But um, we we had a, a, an old group uh, with John with uh, which um, which was um, a little bit more violent than uh, than Rage of Light. Thank you. That's cool. There's, there's metal, there's metal that's melodic metal. called uh, Another Fat. And uh, after that, uh, John uh, just came out with uh, a of Flight and asked me to record some uh, some guitars. And I just said yes and uh, never get out of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because at first it was, really, it was really something just supposed to be uh, like a studio project that was... Um, Aside, uh, yeah, aside from this project, another threat that he was talking about, and also my other band at that time, it was called This Rider. And uh, yeah, I, I come from more uh, symphonic power metal um, uh, kind of, yeah, area with, um, with my previous bands. And um, also, I don't know, I, I kind of always liked the dance and trance. Uh, electronic music um from yeah i don't know from the the yeah from uh, the 90s or more the two two thousands i don't know how you say that yeah <laughs> and, uh, okay. something like that <laughs> the beginning and, of the century <laughs> <laughs> and yeah i always thought like for for really a long time um the first ideas i had was really long time ago i was like oh it could be awesome to just mix like trance and metal 
let's do it. And uh, I remember I had this really like demo from, yeah, I think 2007. And that's why people sometimes say that Rage of Light exists since 2007, because at one point I, I must have said that, but no, it it, it, it was recreated at, in 2015, 2016. But the first ideas were, that's true, from... Um, from that time, 2007, and uh, that's really a weird demo. That uh, that's yeah, everything uh, like never, but it's it's fun because that was the first time I created this mix of trance and metal. Of course, other bands uh, already did it, and and there are other bands that mix trance and metal. But I I was really trying to to yeah mix it in a new way and and try different stuff with that, and and also like when Noe joined. I was listening more to melodic death metal, so that's why I was also bringing more of those elements. And and yeah, like Noe said, uh, then he, he started to to add more violence or uh, sharp riffs and stuff like that. And it was uh, I think that the mix is is pretty cool, and I'm I'm really happy that I can explore all this. If you are enjoying this interview, please head over to theprogspace.com for more reviews, articles, pictures and interviews all about progressive music. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. theprogspace.com Yeah, you just mentioned like like uh, there's been also already some other bands who tried that mix and there's this one like quite legendary swiss band that i that i can't grasp the name right now that were like black metal with 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 you know with electronic Samuel. drums somehow somehow of course yes thank you <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. No, no, those guys are awesome yeah it's it's more maybe industrial a bit i don't know yeah but yeah it's awesome mm -hmm. for sure for me also, um, what Rage of Light is doing is quite uh, unique in a way that it's not just kind of mixing um, metal with electronic music. There's also a lot of different influences. For me, for instance, um, as soon as I heard the, the new material, I could immediately tell that, okay, it's, it's going kind of into the progressive uh, territory and uh, with, with a few kind of symphonic even influences here and there. Uh, so I think it's a really interesting, eclectic mix of styles and that kind of also influenced um, my vocal ideas. I really wanted to do something quite varied because uh, there's really just a lot of uh, room for, you know, trying out some stuff and uh, using different uh, vocal textures and different vocal techniques, different deliveries. And at the same time, I was trying to kind of keep the balance so that it's not too too busy. So I hope... I succeeded in that. <laughs> yeah, first time I think we 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 uh, we wrote about yeah and new singles coming out and stuff. It was when the second single "Breaking Infinity" dropped, and I was saying yeah these these uh, triplet arpeggios are really really cool. Yes. Um, in which they share uh, like how they shape the song and and the, the flow and the feeling of the song. Um, which brings me to the to the singles and the, and the videos. I mean, the, there's uh, two videos out at the time that we rec we are recording this. Um, the first um, 
was uh, lead the riot and um, the second breaking infinity uh, lead the riot was uh, like a huge success. I mean, you guys have like uh, awesome, uh, a lot of uh, amassed a lot of views already in a really short time. Um, but um, like uh, conceptually, I think uh, there's there's a lot more happening in breaking infinity and uh, looking at the at the credits on on YouTube. There's uh, of, of of course that uh, Jonathan, you are responsible for those as well, right? Um, uh, so maybe you can tell us a little bit about about the the making of the videos and and especially also adding that um, that that story element into Breaking Infinity, um, which is like always uh, a very interesting thing. I think, like compared to just having the band play somewhere. <laughs> no, it's true. It's true. Yeah. Um... The videos in general are, are something that we really love to do ever since we started Rage of Light because um, we, we started by doing like this EP and, and uh, we really wanted to yeah make videos out of out of it and um, at, at that time I already started um, doing videos for my other band and I was like yeah it's it's cool it's not that's hard you just need to have like okay some some gear and uh, also like i don't know just try to edit and and yeah i i, I realized that it was something i really liked uh, i really enjoyed to do to, to just yeah be able also to create the the, the visual uh, of, um, of a song like this uh, video so yeah we started doing more and more videos and each time we're like oh maybe we can try something different we can add this concept we can yeah, yeah challenge ourselves by doing new stuff and and um i think we we often pushed us a bit to to try different stuff there's this first song uh, on the ep uh, um, um, a music video that is called sick which is uh, not at all the, the the music video and the song that um that uh, is well known for for us it's, but it's definitely something like that's yeah, a bit like Breaking Infinity, where we tried really some conceptual stuff, and and I'm still so proud of this video, even though it's not the the one that worked the best. But and for Breaking, it's it's funny because it's it really started um, uh, with Noe and and one of those evenings where we we are uh, at at home uh, with him just. Uh, no, talking about music, uh, watching music videos, drinking beers, and and, yes. and having some fun. And... Right, right on this couch. Yeah. Here. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And this song, Martina was not um, in the the band yet at that point. Um, we were, I think, we were in the process of looking for the new singer at that point. Yes. I think we were uh, auditioning new people uh, at that time, but uh, we never had contact with Martina yet. No, I don't. Yeah, and but the song was was there because that's one of Breaking Infinity is actually the the song one of the songs that we we send out to the the the, the singer who were uh, auditioning to to try, and that's actually uh, on this one that Martina sent us. Her version and we were like oh my god <laughs> and, uh, and mostly the song is mostly the same we we kept uh, from her de demo to the final version um it's it's mostly the same because she, it was already like awesome but anyway we were just talking with noe and we we're like yeah this song um the lyrics about uh you know the, this uh there's, there's a lot going on with the the hourglass um 
metaphor or image and we were like uh, oh yeah we should totally like build a huge hourglass and just just <laughs> inside or have a story and and we can draw in sand and everything and and yeah we had those crazy ideas and we we're like okay and then we actually started to 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 when see you think about it yeah <laughs> To no way, you you contacted some some people some to, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to and build a our a huge hourglass and mm -hmm. then yeah <laughs> it, was it was really really expensive so uh, whoever's people just uh, said to me no you're freaking crazy don't do that or yes but it's gonna cost you ten thousand uh, francs so yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> but then the ideas were there we were like yeah talking about those ideas and and i um one evening i came out with this story uh that is basically what we, you can see in the in the music video that was a bit tying up every ideas that we had those um those evenings that we were <laughs> drinking and thinking and um and yeah <laughs> and yeah, we're like, okay, maybe not an hourglass, but we can still use our glasses in, in, in the music video. And yeah, the shower, the, the shower scene in the end where the, the actress Joan is drowning in the sand. That's what we came out with to 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 just represent this hourglass. And we're like, oh, it's actually better because we can include that in a in a real story, in a, in something that you can just yeah, that, that is um that you can believe so yeah and i and always think that stories and music videos are kind of hard to do and also like risky because uh, if the song is too short or if the story is not good enough or long enough it's often a bit uh straining or a bit lame sometimes i often i don't know i end up watching music videos and i'm like what's the story what, what, what where are we going and I, i really wanted to have something like that is um, you know worth doing a story and yeah. i hope to achieve that because it's, the song uh, is long we had time to do it and i think it works but yeah yeah uh, then there's <laughs> then there's also the other uh like the other extreme i just uh just today we re received the new billy talent album in the promos that will come out in january and uh, that reminded me of those last like those three huge uh like short movies that they did like last year or two two years ago like Uh, of like three songs and and it was like a continuous storyline was like really epic and huge production value <laughs> and but but yeah it, of course it is it is um it is expensive and it's also um it's an artistic thing to say for a band to say yeah we want we want to um invest more um creativity but mostly it's also money <laughs> into the into the music uh, it's style. a lot of work and money but the the, mm. the good thing about doing it ourselves is it doesn't cost as much as, as yeah of course in other people to do because for this one actually it was not that expensive the, the the most expensive thing we had to buy was the shower we had to build this shower really because it was not possible to use another shower because of course we drone we used like 250 kilos of, of sand in it and was also to shoot for the angles it was not really possible to to shoot in a or really harder to shoot in a in a real shower so But yeah, that's the good thing about us doing the music video. It's it may not be as pro as other videos that you can have for bands who yeah spend sometimes like thousands of, of uh, euros to to shoot a video. But it's 
it's cool because we, we still can do a lot of stuff and, and, and yeah, even if it's a lot, lot of work, like really long hours <laughs> in the making to do that, but it's, it's, I think it's cool. I mean, that's, that's really, uh, part of the, the, the magic and the charm of Rage of Light is that, uh, the, just, yeah, the, uh, the band is so focused on, uh, you know, producing lots of videos, lots of content and is independent in that. And that, that's really something I think really great. And it's, uh, it gives a lot of independence to a band like us to be able to make videos, you know, on our own without, uh, hiring anyone because, um, yeah, obviously the financial part is usually like the, the limiting part, but it's also something, you know, I think more special when, uh, when things are a little bit, you know, DIY and, uh, you know, every, everyone is on board helping and you can see in b- behind the scenes, uh, you know, what that looks like and uh, everyone is having fun and um, yeah, enjoying themselves during, uh, during the production. But uh, I, remember, I remember, I remember, I saw the script for you know Breaking Infinity for the first time, and I was like, oh, "How are they gonna pull that off? I really don't know." <laughs> no, <laughs> no, 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 no. Speaking, speaking of music videos, now I remember like a very, very, like, like more than ten, but probably fifteen years ago. I think uh, you, Martina, you act, you were acting in a zero hour video, was it? <laughs> That that they shoot that they were shooting at, at Proc Power, like that's some underground yes. uh, stuff <laughs> right there. Right? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, moving on with Rage of Light, there's 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 of course another video that uh, now as the episode is out and you guys out there are listening uh, is out as well, uh, which is for the second song of the album 2.0, uh, 2.0, um, and. Um, listening to the to the to the song uh in the album i, I there was one specific uh, thing that i thought was really cool uh i think that you you uh martina and jonathan you are trading off like growls and 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 i th- i thought that that had a really really cool effect um yeah it was just very cool so yeah that's that's another uh, video that i haven't seen yet um but that uh, you guys will be able to see, to watch on the proc space uh, on our website as well um so definitely go check that out um finally um i, I we're coming uh, towards the end of this uh, interview already sadly but um martina you already mentioned that um with the with the lyrics uh, with the topics of the lyrics you're often um um yeah writing about mental health and and then struggles and and all all of this stuff and of course you also uh write for blogs in this capacity as an advocate for for mental health awareness and all this and and uh tying with 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 women's rights and 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 all this is i think it's it's kind of uh it it's it, it of course it interconnects with with your creative output as well um not only like writing uh in a blog um but uh, but writing creatively lyrics um now um what i really want to 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 ask you what i think is a very very interesting topic is the um yeah i want to talk about the the that the darn f word female fronted in the metal world and because um 
I think it's it's kind of a blessing and the curse because there's like there's whole magazines and there's whole festivals like only featuring female fronted metal bands. But of course, it for one, it doesn't uh, say anything about the um, the subgenre of the of the music of uh, like death metal, black metal, melodic metal, whatever. And and on the other hand, it can also kind of quickly turn around and being like just objectifying the front women. Uh, so what, what is your take on that being, being, uh, a, a woman in metal as well? <laughs> yes, I have very, <laughs> well, not very, but, um, well, mixed feelings as well, because as you said, it can be a little bit of a, you know, blessing and a curse. I think it's really, uh, fantastic that there's, uh, there's been so many bands, you know, with, uh, with, with, women as, as as leaders in metal in the recent years. And especially there's really uh, lots of us who can do both uh, clean singing and growling. It's really, you know, it's not a novelty anymore. Um, still, it's funny to me sometimes to see, you know, the shock in people's, uh, you know, faces, you know, to, to see that, to see me doing that, for instance, for the first time, because uh, for them, it's the first time that they witness something like that. But really there's, there's just many, many, uh, bands now uh, with fantastic female vocalists doing that so so in a way indeed uh, the, the female fronted metal has no meaning really because all all it says is that uh, this band has a female vocalist <laughs> that's all it says you know we don't have male fronted uh, metal um, so I kind of understand you know that it was, it was first kind of um, adapted maybe not created but just adapted as a you know shortcuts just to explain to to people that hey here's a metal band uh, uh, with a female uh, vocalist because if we go back to the 90s let's say where there weren't that many bands like that you know one of the precursors like, like the gathering you know with uh, Anneke van Hirsberger that's when this kind of terminology came to be just just to you know maybe explain to people that hey this is check this out this is something unusual you know woman on vocals wow you know in metal <laughs> whereas now it really doesn't make much sense especially now that we see i think metal as a genre is also expanding really rapidly and it's really exciting to see so many bands doing things kind of like us you know um, uh, mixing eclectic eclectic influences and electronic music and uh, a little bit of this a little bit of that so it really makes no no sense to stick to that but I kind of you know I'm not really actively condemning the terminology so to speak because I know many people uh, um, follow groups you know um, that feature female vocalists simply because um, well they they maybe like that kind of um, aesthetic that a female voice brings into you know into the music and they want to support, you know, new bands with with female vocalists and things like that. So I think that it's there's mostly it's mostly positive, though. I know there, there are a few maybe creeps as well <laughs> who are maybe objectifying, you know, uh, women for being women. But, yeah, I think in another few years, um, this this term will be used less and less. Yeah, um, you. Uh, there's not much I can add here. Um, I just <laughs> wanted to thank you guys, uh, all three of you, for being on the Prog Talks. Uh, all the best with 
the release of Redemption, the second Rage of Light album. Um, we hope after the pandemic, there's going to be live music again. Of course, we all do. Um, for now, I want to thank you guys out there for listening. I uh, hope you enjoy what we're doing. And if you do so, please uh, help us out with the like and subscribe and also that cup of tea or cup of coffee um also don't forget to check out uh, the socials of rage of light and follow them and uh, check out their music their new album redemption is out today for now that's it uh for the prog talks this week um until next time stay safe and keep spreading that prog love the prog talks produced by the prog space Main host, Rune Belsvik-Reynos. Produced by Rune Belsvik-Reynos, Vanessa and Matthias Kirsch. All graphics and animations by Vanessa Kirsch. Intro theme by Giuseppe Negri. Outro theme by Zach Munoviz. This was the Prog Talks by the Prog Space. See you in a week. <laughs>